0: This Saturday, the nineteenth picks edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Tollers contest with a one thousand dollar prize. Join today at slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code SGPN. For twenty dollars off. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Friday, August the eighteenth, and we are here with one of our turbo specials—a lock dog total show for Saturday August the 19th we might dig around some other stuff we'll see where we meander because tonight it's made for meandering because it's an OG special uh re- remembering when this was all fields with me is Mr Moonaf Manji hello moonaf how are you
1: doing well the grass has definitely grown uh since you and I started this pod <laughs> um but yeah nice uh, nice day at least on the uh on the football field we should say uh to start the weekend off um i texted you two winners so you're welcome uh for that by the way and <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah well, uh, that's not quite how i remember it <laughs> enough, but yeah okay i was just seeking validation for the two yeah, that right. I sent you. that's 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 just what it is uh but yeah no, great great to be here with you mal a great start at least on the on the football field hopefully um we can carry that onto the dirt and also uh into the epl weekend
0: I think we need to start introducing the fine system for mentioning football, either on the show or in the chat, because Trev started it off. Trev, um, We've had a winner tonight. Nottingham Forest scored a last-minute winner um, to win, which was my pick. Um, So Trev's celebrating. D-Rock's here celebrating. Um, Asan, he's in there celebrating as well. But yeah, dollar fine, I think, for the football chat. There's a show for that, people. Uh, and there's a show for this, but uh, yeah, promoting like, you, um, you were promoting the EPL, partner. yeah, that's true. On, Malcolm. Uh, it was a bit of a lucky winner, um, but you've got to take them because you get the amount of bad beats you get in this game. Um, so Forrest weren't brilliant, um, yep. but scored two minutes from the start and scored two minutes from the end. So, book ended the game with a goal. I have got a little Malbec moon. I find, if you haven't known me, I have a little alcoholic drink on the show before. I think, it might be the uh, first uh, you time. Are-
1: Probably the first time to do that uh, in what three hundred and seventy some odd episodes.
0: Yeah. Do you remember? I was thinking about this before when we would sit on a Monday night and do the show and try and handicap the Thursday games like yeah. four days out. I mean, what were we even thinking, Moona? It's
1: like well, a, a lot of times like the pitching projections or the probable pitchers uh, would be out miles for us. away. Yeah, um, <laughs> we but at, the, uh, uh, at that point we were just kind of kicking the tires on the on the on the show like we were just talking about stuff that was happening around MLB and just having, trying to like talk yeah. about teams and stuff like that. And the picks were like an afterthought. But uh, I think last season when we changed the format that handicap every single game, every single day. <laughs> uh, so that, that made a 180 degree turn for us. But um, yeah, kind of looking back on those days and see where the pod and how much is grown. It's, 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 uh, it seems like it was a long time ago, but it really wasn't.
0: Yeah, um, we yeah we have come a long way and that's entirely due to the efforts of people like yourself, but uh, the listeners mainly and everyone who's in the chat as well. Um, it is a load of fun. Um, I enjoyed dipping into draft day a couple of times. I, I dropped in last night before I went to bed. Uh, I told Kramer I was going for a lovely big sleep and then I would see him tomorrow. <laughs> and then I dropped in uh, this afternoon uh, yeah. after a 16-hour sleep in a two-hour bath. <laughs> just to see how he's getting on for the last hour. Um, I've got geolocated out of the uh, donation thing. I wasn't allowed to donate from this company. So I'll have to, um, I'll PayPal you or someone, someone you can do it that yeah. way um, to get that over. Did you, uh, did you get involved for a little draft or not?
1: I did not. Um, I, I mean, I, I chimed into the chat, but I'm not much of a fantasy guy. And the funny part is I was on with uh, Steffi Smalls of uh, showed uh, before oh, yeah. he got on to uh, do a mock draft. Uh, for fantasy purposes, but um, I, I mean, I'll play a couple of leagues with my friends and here and there for a couple bucks, you know, some pizza and steak money, but uh, I'm not the, I'm not the true expert like we have on the sports gaming podcast. And I'll say that much.
0: Yeah, you are. You're not the big fantasy guy. The, the draft, there's a couple of drafts. I saw there's just so many names in there. Yeah. Um, names that we know off this show and off the, and off the premier league show serial, uh, was in both the drafts at RSO. And then, you obviously, you got TD Kings. And, and then old names as well, Magic Man, Blanco, and, uh, and B-Swiss. People who I just know, I don't know who B-Swiss is, but I know his name, and I've seen him around the network for years yeah. and years and years. And then you just said, there he is, just regular as clockwork. Like, um, yeah, it was a really heartwarming thing for for Ryan. Um, it was a, the other Ryan as well, wasn't it? Oh Sorry, Andrew. Ryan and Andrew did it. Uh, but yeah. just the the support you get from the uh, from the DJs was brilliant. Like I really, I really enjoyed. I tried to explain to the IT department what was going on. Mm-hmm. Was like, He's drafted for twenty four hours. Yes, why? Well, because he can. <laughs> why wouldn't you? Uh, so yeah, all of that. Who else is in? Casey and Matthew have joined us as well. Good evening. Right. So we've got a lock dog total, Moonaf. Um, I'll explain why as we go along. But I made a right arse of this today. I made incredibly hard work of making all our picks. And then there's half a page of scribble here, Mm -hmm. right? And I'll explain what this is, and you'll think I've lost my marbles in a bit. And I'll agree with you, which is why it's scribbled out, because we said we'd have a little look at the playoff standings and stuff like that. Um, And anyway, we'll cover that in a little while. Um, But yeah, we've got some, it's a a really odd card, Um, and I did some really odd things looking at it. Um, I'll tell you first about game time. Um, game time is all about tickets it's a new sponsor here on SGPN um, and tickets um, getting tickets is far too stressful it's far more stressful than it ever needs to be um, I've mentioned a couple of times the, the struggle I've had with my Newcastle season ticket and the Champions League coming up the MLB London Series tickets uh, Big Barry was talking about his tickets for uh, the Book of Mormon the other night which were a faff on but uh, game time helped you with all of that so, A really fast and easy way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy and theatre. There are killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee as well. So you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting excited for the fun that you're going to have. Um, I know lots of people on the network have uh, used game time. The flash deals, last minute tickets, uh, easy to find. The image see views, are all things people have talked about. Um, Football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theatre. And you've got a game time guarantee that means you'll always get the best price. So if you find the tickets in the same section, will for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Um, so uh, what you need to do is download the game time app, create an account, use the code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Um, that's create an account, redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Right. So what I did here, Munaf, right? Mm-hmm. I had a look, I thought, and got, didn't get very far down the page, and I got to the Red Sox and the Yankees. Yeah. And I thought, ooh, the Yankees are generally vulnerable lately. Um, Boston are okay. Boston being been quite backable. Boston are a good dog price. And I made half my notes. I started making my case, and then mm-hmm. just started going through Boston's batting stats, and I couldn't get there. So I had to put, shelve that, put that to one side. Um, I then got into Kansas City and the Cubs. Exactly the same. The Kansas City Royals are playing really well lately. They've been really feisty. They've got a really good record. Um, the ERA, the they're stealing a lot of bases. They've got a 301 August ERA. And then I got into Justin Steele's record and realised ju- how, just how good he'd been at all and how well the Cubs are going lately. And I had to shelve that as a dog. So that went. Um, I eventually picked one out. But yeah, it's so, I got down uh, the Nationals for another one. Um, so there's three dogs in there: Boston at plus one fifty-two, Kansas at plus one one eighty, and the Nationals at plus one forty-five. That I made a kind of half a case for all of them, but I couldn't pull the trigger. Um, where did you start? What did you get to? Because I was I was tying myself in knots, Moona.
1: So you want to start with our dog picks or
0: total picks? You start anywhere okay. you like, Luna.
1: So let's start with our our, our dog picks. Um, I'm going to back the Padres here on s- the Saturday night game between the Diamondbacks and the Padres. You see Merrill Kelly's on the mound uh, for the Diamondbacks, and you have you Darvish on the mound for the Padres. And now on the season, you Darvish hasn't been very good for the Padres. That's been no secret. We've talked about that on volumes on the pod this season. 8-8 eight eight record with a 4.24 ERA, 131 strikeouts, 41 walks. Last five games, he's been respectable, doesn't have a winning record, but he does have a 3.86 ERA, um, and seven of those 13 earned runs he's allowed over the last five games all came in one start, which was against the Pirates. But the one thing that really stuck out to me about you, Darvish was the success that he has against his Diamondbacks team in his career. Um, So overall, and this goes all the way back to the um, 2013 season. I can't believe he's been in the league that long, but I'm going to trim this down, but just, just to put into context, Darvish in his career against the Diamondbacks, eight and three with a 3.36 ERA, 124 strikeouts and 17 appearances. Now let me trim this down to the 2021 season when he joined uh, the San Diego, uh, sorry, when he joined the San Diego Padres as a starting pitcher. And in that span, Five and two with a three point five six ERA. And going back to last season, Mal, he faced his Diamondbacks team one, two, three, four, five times. He's already faced them twice this season. So over the course of his last seven appearances against the Diamondbacks, he's five and zero with a one point nine zero era in those seven appearances. Merrill Kelly has been the complete opposite um against the uh, Padres team and Looking at his uh, career numbers against the Padres, he is 8-3 and three with a 2.91 ERA. He did face them uh, earlier this season on April 22nd, where he did allow four earned runs, uh, gave up five walks in that game to the Padres as well. The Padres went on to win that game uh, by the score of 5-3. to three. Um, And again, Merrill Kelly is coming off a really good start against the Dodgers, who historically he had been really bad against. But... I like the spot here for Darvish at home. Anytime I do want to back Darvish, it is at home. Um, and I think there's just a lot of value on this minus one and a half price, especially at plus 154 here. Add to the fact that the Diamondbacks have lost four straight starts when Merrill Kelly is on the mound, and three out of those forward losses have come by at least two earned runs. So for my dog pick, I'm going to go with the San Diego Padres, minus one and a half, plus 154 with you, Darvish on the mound.
0: Oh moon off moon off moon off. Um we've just wasted 7 minutes of everybody's time. Uh, my on the dog, complete my dog my dog for tomorrow moon off is the Arizona Diamondbacks. Well good. This, this sud-
1: makes a uh, great uh this makes great
0: content. Are you sure? But yeah, people to say,
1: they're I'm no better man. off. Oh I mean I know but again that that gives this, this gives the listeners and it gives the listeners both sides of the story, right? I mean a lot oh, okay. of time on gambling pods there's just a lot of agreement. Again, yeah, that's true. Yeah. We, we, and on our pods, we have a lot of agreement as well. So again, this gives the listeners, you know, a, an opportunity to, you know, decide for themselves if they're going to bet this game.
0: Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit of a devil's advocate situation, I suppose. So Arizona are plus plus one thirty. I had them written down at plus one fourteen earlier on. So, uh, obviously they've seen, someone's seen me write this down and, and push the price out by 16 points. Um, Merrill Kelly is at three starts back from the I.L. Um, very steady Eddie. Uh, one of the most steady Eddie guys around. Very unspectacular. Just kind of gets on with it. Um, he played for uh, US and the WBC pre-season. Uh, was going along okay. But in his three starts back from the I.L., he's been fine. He's pitched 18 innings. Uh, so he was ready. He was pretty stretched out when he came back. He didn't really ease him in on much of a pitch count. He's only given up um, four earned runs over those... Uh, three uh, six-inning starts. He has a 22-4 to four strikeout walk ratio and really no whip as well. Does keep the ducks off the pun. Now, the Diamondbacks were struggling um, uh handicap the games on Monday and Tuesday for the show. Um, and I think they had the worst record um, in MLB post All-Star break. But they've won three in a row now, got back to a little bit of form. They had a good 3-1 win last night behind Gallen. Um, and this is quite a good comp game for them. You Darbyshire's ERA at home is four sixteen. Uh San Diego Padres have lost four of his last five starts. And they've only scored him one run in each of the last two as well. He just looked vulnerable to me. Um, the Padres are one of the teams. Um, the Blue Jays are another one. These sort of wobbly teams that are hard to back. Um, so even if I wasn't going to back the Diamondbacks, I don't think I could bring myself to back San Diego like you have, although you made a good case. But yeah. I'll make my dog, Arizona, uh, a plus 130, Moona. I,
1: I did have an honorable mention as well, uh, but like you mentioned with the Cubs and Justin Steele against the Royals, um, I couldn't find a run line price on it just because usually when we record early, we're waiting for the wind direction. I'm checking another site that usually does have... Uh, but yeah, this one doesn't have either, but... Yeah, look, I think you can make, you make a great case for the Diamondbacks as well, right? I know, like you mentioned, they had gone off to a very rough start after the All Star break. They've kind of found their form here, but uh, at least in the NL West division, they're pretty much out of it. So they're going to be fighting for their lives for a, a wild card position in the National League. Same thing with the Padres, right? So. Um, and anytime you have these NOS matchups outside of uh, the Colorado Rockies within the team is always a fun series to watch. So um, now when the Padres win by one run tomorrow, then we're just going to look like idiots with the, uh, the clown mask on. Cause I'm taking the <laughs> yeah. run line and you're taking them on the money line.
0: <laughs> we could both lose. They, they do sit with um Just firmed up the back end of that bullpen a little bit. Arizona. I think they picked up mm. was it Paul Seawold. They picked up. He didn't get the save yeah. last night. Um, Justin Martinez got the save last night, but maybe I think Seawald had pitched the night before. Obviously, they've won they've won three games in a row, so I think he's picked up back-to-back saves, uh, so he had a night off. But they just seem to have that up a little bit because it was Andrew Chaffin, Um Wasn't there before just making mistakes and what have you. Uh, so it doesn't move the needle a lot, but it moves it uh, maybe just enough. Okay, moving off, where do you want to go next?
1: Uh, we can go over to our total picks. You want to lead us off?
0: Yeah. I reckon you've got the same pick as me, Munaf. Um Now, again, I started handicapping this as my luck. I had a proper weird afternoon when I was handicapping this. Honestly, I was all over the place. Um, I was talking to myself in and out of things. I started handicapping the Atlanta Braves as my luck because the Atlanta Braves are minus 118 against the mm-hmm. San Francisco Giants. And I don't really care who's pitching for anybody. The Atlanta Braves will beat the San Francisco Giants eight times out of 10. And at minus 118, you you, you just almost have to back them blind. Um, and then I start, I just found a safer option, which is the over nine and a half runs. Um, and it's kind of behind Johnny Chirinos. Scott yeah. Reichel on the show on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday mentioned Johnny Chirinos as uh, one of the worst pitchers in baseball the other day. Um, and yeah, he's, he's filling in, kind of for Atlanta. He's just eating some innings up at the minute. And get away with it because their offence is so stellar. Um, I'll run you through some of the numbers. He's eight sixty-one ERA in his last five starts. 23 innings pitched and 22 earned runs. But it doesn't matter. Uh, they lost 7-6 to the Mets, fair enough. But the three before that, they beat Pittsburgh 8-6. They beat the Angels 12-5. to And they beat the Brewers 10-7. to so there's a gazillion runs. Atlanta just outscored the Oppo anyway. He always wins on the run line. Um, they're averaging over seven runs per game this month. Something else we discussed earlier in the week. Um, so I was going to take Atlanta as my luck, just because, like I say, it doesn't matter. And it's the Giants. I mean, the, a very, very average seat. However, Logan Webb kind of talked me. Uh, he he talked me. It. He's got a 452 road ERA. Um and the Giants are actually playing a little bit better. They, they do better on the road. They score more runs on the road, obviously, because they've got that great big ballpark at so home. They score 4.9 runs per game on the road. And I just thought because the over's going to be a similar price as Atlanta. Um, sort of just a shade of minus money, uh, 110 or what have you. So this just gave you more ways to win, I think. Um, so it wasn't, I still think Atlanta will win, but this bet was just a little bit safer because there's more ways to do it. Uh, So I think we can quite easily, looking at those 17 runs, 17 runs, 14 runs, 13 runs, um, in his last four starts, um, and you're setting me a total of nine and a half. um, Yeah, all day long, really enough. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, Scott has mentioned it multiple times, like you said on the pod, that Yanni Chirinos is just not a very good pitcher. And it's been um, how bad his pitching has been, uh, has been... um, I think put under the rug, I guess because of the offense for lack of better words, a back-to-back starts. He's allowed six certain runs to the pirates and the New York Mets. Um, And like you mentioned, all five of his last games uh, when he has pitched for the Braves have scored a minimum combined runs of 12 runs. So going back to the rules game, 12, 17, 17, 14, and 13. So um he's prone to give up you know home runs he's prone to giving up or uh, issuing walks to the opposition a 6.25 ERA uh in Atlanta and when we talk about playing in Atlanta especially this time of the year it's hot i mean when i mean it's hot it's hot so that's only going to help uh your um your over and you know balls flying out of the yard as well so you know, again, we've talked about a lot. The Braves' offense is is by far the best in the league. I think it's Braves one, Rangers number two, and I think there's like a, and then you could throw the Dodgers into that conversation as well. But they're just a well-oiled machine right now. I couldn't talk you off of, uh, of taking an over in, in a Braves game, especially when Chirinos is on the mound and he's susceptible to giving up. Uh, Logan Webb, like I, I mentioned, sorry, is so to giving up a couple runs here as well. Then I think the Giants will be able to get us a couple off of, uh, or, or should be able to get at least four off of Chirinos in this game.
0: Okay, Munaf, where did you take us next? Um, all right, so
1: for my uh, total, there was a couple of ways I wanted to go here. Um, the first one I'll mention is going to be, uh, let's go over to that Astros and the Mariners game. And I think this is going to, or sorry, let's go to that Toronto Blue Jays and the uh, Cincinnati Reds game. That total is currently sitting at 10 right now. And when we talk about teams uh, that are, T- trending towards the overs. We talk about ballparks that go towards the over is at the top of that list. Um, and now you have a Toronto blue Jays offense that has looked like it had to turn it around because there was a stretch where the blue Jays were a dead nut under team. Um, it seems like they finally found some form here at least scoring runs and trying to make that playoff push, at least in the wild card, um, in, in the American league. So, um, Brandon Williamson at home this season has not fared very well. He is a left-handed pitcher. If you kind of just take a look at his numbers, that's a winning record at four and two with a four point three three ERA. He's been pretty good over his last five games, three and zero with a three point one eight ERA. But when we talk about an offense that's coming in like the Toronto Blue Jays and the caliber players that they do have, um, I'll lean towards the over in this game. I know his last couple games he's been really good, but against it was against the Pirates. We talked a lot about the Pirates. Have they just fallen off of the cliff ever since they were in first place in the National Central, uh, National League Central for a little bit there? And then the other team was the Miami Marlins, whose bats either get really hot or really cold at the same time. He gave up five earned runs to the Chicago Cubs. uh, What's respectable against the the L.A. Dodgers as well? And I I think on the flip side as well with Chris Bassett, um, there's times where he looks like an absolute stud of a pitcher, and there's times where – back him and he gives up seven eight runs uh in a game his last start was against the cubs he allowed four earned runs there he gave up four to the baltimore orioles uh as well in six innings so i think these two offense especially in cincinnati will be able to put up some runs here um i'm gonna go with the over 10 right now and again it's 10 for a reason but i think both these offense are more than capable of putting up runs in this game so I'll take the Blue Jays and the Reds over ten. And my other honorable mention was the under in the uh, Mariners and the Astros game. But official pick: Blue Jays, Reds over ten. Okay,
0: Moona, lovely watertight case. Um, Daryl's turned up in the chat. He's uh, throwing out some underdogs for tonight, trying to get some dogs over the line. I love that. Um, okay, we'll move on uh, to our uh, what have we got left? We've got our locks left to go. Yeah. I'll tell you, yeah, the the sports Camden podcast Patreon. Um, it's a great place to get involved in things like the NFL win totals contest uh, you get a thousand dollar first place prize um, you've got uh, season long contests but also the weekly contest just for the patrons the SGP stories podcast the discord channel which is sharp as a razor um, so help us to help you prevent corporate gambling uh, do your part and sign up today sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash patreon sportsgamblingpodcast.com dot slash patreon Okay, Munaf, uh, we'll let you go. Look.
1: So this one, I'm kind of—it's kind of a contrarian play. I don't think it's going to be a very popular play. Um, I'm going to go with the Angels money line here with Chase Selseth on the mound for the Angels going up against Zach Eflin and the Rays. Uh, Chase Selseth has been absolutely fantastic for this um, Angels team, and just looking at his numbers season long. Four and one, three point two seven ERA, but he's just been absolutely stellar over his last five games that he's made appearances in. Four of his last five star, or so, sorry, four of his last five games have actually been starts. I think he was a guy that was coming out of the bullpen for them, but he's made four straight starts and he's gone up against some of the really better offenses in the league. Over his last four games, he's faced the Yankees. Um, their offense hasn't been very good, but he faced the Braves the Mariners, who have been really hot over the past month or so, and then also the Astros in his last start. And in those three games over uh, the course of the last three games uh, against the Braves, Mariners, and Astros, he's only allowed three earned runs in about 17 innings pitched against those offenses. He's 3-0 and uh, in his last four starts with a 1.82 ERA. The Angels have won three out of his last four starts. Now, on the other side, we talk about Zach Eflin and the Rays, we talked about at volumes on the pod now that Zach Eflin has been absolutely fantastic at Tropicana Field in, in Tampa Bay, 10-3 with a 3.05 ERA and 14 starts for the Rays. Now they go to Anaheim to take on the Angels, where it's a completely opposite story for Zach Eflin, 2-4 and four with a 4.71 ERA. He's allowed 26 earned runs and 49 and two-thirds innings pitched. They're also dealing with the whole Wander Franco situation. I know he's not with the t- team right now, but I think that's something that Kind of hover, hover over the a locker room, but we've talked a lot about how the Rays are one of the best teams at home this season. And ever since they got off to that really hot undefeated start, they've kind of been underwhelming, I, I, I should say, um, since that time. So I think I do have the better pitcher on the mound here, especially in the recent form that uh, Chase Selsa is in. And this number kind of tells you that, hey, I had even money right now for the LA Angels compared to a minus 120 favorite price for the Rays, that there's some respect here for the Angels uh, going up against the Rays here. So I'm going to put my faith in Chase Celso here to continue his uh, domination as far as pitching. Um, I think they should be able to get some runs off of Zach Eflin who has struggled on the road Do the Angels or the Angels off of Zach Eflin, I should say. Um, so at had even money right now, plus 100 over on DraftKings. I'll take the Angels as my lock uh, uh, for the Saturday games here, Mal. I've
0: got a uh, plus 110 on Fanjul Munaf on that one. Fancy price. All right, um, even better. Yeah. yeah, that was another game I'm t- starting handicapping. And I was just, I'm not sure I'm good enough to do this because you get your back. We talked about the Padres and the Blue Jays. Uh, the Angels are another team and that really, like it's a, its savage amusement um, trying to find uh, a game yeah. in which you rely on them to win. Um, my luck is really boring, Moonaf. But I mean, we've given out a nice total and a plus 130 dog. Um, so I've got a, a lock. It's minus... One forty-eight. So I'm not going to win any prizes for originality, um, but it does just look. Yeah, go on then.
1: Uh, and this was what I was considering, but the lines weren't up at the time. Uh,
0: Yankees money line. Oh, Moonaf, you are incorrect. And actually, seeing the price now were minus one seventy. This was this was minus one forty-eight uh, three hours ago. So I'm sticking to it. It's The Minnesota Twins. Um, to beat the Pittsburgh Pirates, um, which is Sonny Gray against Mitch Keller. Um, you've got Gray is an absolute model of consistency, uh, particularly lately. Three four on the year, two ninety-five at home, two sixty-one in his last five. He often really gets let down by Minnesota's offings. Um but they've been better lately. Royce Lewis has come back, and this kind of goes under the radar a little bit. Um, he's made a great uh, impact really. He's hitting somewhere near 500. Um, he was sitting uh, with runners in scoring position. He was like 482 or something the other night uh, with runners in scoring position. Um, they hit much better at home, 24 points better at home, and they're hitting 25 points better since the All-Star break. So lots of things trending in the right direction for Minnesota, which you can't say the same for about Pittsburgh or Mitch Keller. Um Five or five, on the road. Six seventy-five, you're in his last five. They're only hitting two twenty-seven in away games. They're only hitting two twenty-five since July the first. Um, the scoring more runs lately, but a lot of homers. Uh, they're relying on one big swing of the bat. And Sonny Gray just dis- doesn't give up home runs. mooner one hundred and thirty-six and one-third. Uh, Moon how many homers has Sonny Gray given up? One
1: hundred in thirty-six innings, you said.
0: Yep. Seven, five—not a bad oh, guess, mate. Close. Um, so yeah, Minnesota. And now I don't know if I'm allowed my one forty-eight price because I can't see it anymore. It's gone to one seventy. Um, let me just check if there's a, anything that's a little bit bigger. Minus one seventy, no. Minus 170. You might get
1: a good value on the on the run line as well. On the Well, point yeah. Point I point mean, point that,
0: that. I, yeah. That's that's what I would I would pivot to. because I? I wouldn't sit here and. Good faith. We normally draw the line it's sort of minus one fifty, yeah. uh, When we give out picks, but um, like I say, this was definitely minus one forty eight about five hours ago. Um, so yeah, the the run line is definitely an option. But I just, yeah, I just, it was just that it was, it looked the the most bombproof play, um, on the card for me. Moon after that one.
1: Yeah, I was looking um, at this game as well. Um, no, good fish. thought I had some thoughts on Mitch Keller.
0: Yeah, go for it, mate. Eh? I'm done.
1: No, no, I was just going to mention that. I mean. I think he started the All-Star game, didn't he? If I'm not mistaken for the National League, or he, I know he made the roster, but um, pre-All-Star bake, uh, All-Star break, uh, Mal, for Mitch Keller, 9-4, and four, 3.31 ERA. Since the All-Star break, 0-4 with a 7.71 ERA in six starts uh, for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And again, last three games just has not been, or last five starts, hasn't been very good for Mitch Keller, 0-3 with a 6.75 ERA. So... Um, I think you're on the on the right track here. The Pirates have lost four of his last five starts. Three of those four losses have been by multiple runs and two teams that are kind of going in opposite directions, right? I know uh, TVDBJ mentioned that the Minnesota Bats have woken up a little bit. Um, trying to maintain the lead over the Guardians in that AL Central Division. I will talk about uh, division races here in a minute and playoff picture. But um, this was one of the games I did consider as well until the line kind of did get away, like you mentioned, going from an opening price of around minus 140 all the way up to T-minus, up to minus 175, minus 180 now.
0: Um, Yeah, so we said uh, that's our our picks for Saturday uh, in the booth. But we did say we'd have a little... Look around some of the division races. I messaged you earlier on and said, Have a look around and I've made a pick. And you've replied <laughs> to me. The, well, we can just have a look around. We don't have to make a pick. I Kid like, Hell Mood. It's a betting show, it's not a coffee morning. Of course we're <laughs> gonna make picks. I mean, what do you think's going on here? The people haven't come to listen to us like just talk like two men sitting in a pub. Um, yeah, so, they, they
1: love listening to you and I talk.
0: <laughs> um Specifically, then, Moon. I what, what caught your eye? Just having a look around the standings at the moment, because um, it, it's been it. Yeah, it's it's looking clearer. There's fewer and fewer mm-hmm. teams. Uh, one by one, they're kind of dropping off. But um, not too many huge surprises or, or sort of teams at the top. The the, the big dogs have started flexing quite recently.
1: Yeah, so obviously the two divisions that are pretty much uh, decided is the National League, um, excuse me, the National League West and the National League uh, East, right, with the Braves and the Dodgers. but, again, we, we me and Scott have talked about this for multiple weeks that almost every other division race is still up for grabs, right? You talk about the yeah. central division in the National League. That's the only one. And then all three divisions, or at least two of the three divisions in the American League are still up for grabs as well. And Baltimore uh, has a two-game lead over the Tampa Bay Rays. And then the Astros and the Rangers seems like they're just going to go down to the wire here um, as well. I think the wild card probably Mal is a more interesting conversation. But as far as divisions, I mean, nothing much has changed over the course of last week. It's still like you mentioned, the big dogs are still flexing their muscle. The Braves have ran away with it and the Dodgers have now ran away with it. I still do think the Brewers are going to end up winning the National League Central uh, just because their pitching yeah. uh, is by far better than the other two teams that are kind of breathing down their neck. We kind of go back and talk about the Cubs not really making a move to add to that uh, pitching rotation, especially with the injury to Marcus Stroman and the Cy Young caliber year that Justin Steele is having. Um, but I think the the other, the, actually, the, I should say the American League is more interesting. So uh, I don't know what your thoughts are on those division races, but then we can kind of get over to the uh, wild card.
0: Yeah, it's, be, as you said, uh, it. It looks a lot more clear lately. And even little things like Cleveland just deciding to give up um has helped yeah. clear things up. It's certainly helped Minnesota. Um Texas news isn't exciting because Texas we we were waiting for them to drop away. Um and I still don't think it's gonna happen. And I still think Baltimore are vulnerable. That's thing, and the nagging thing in the back of my mind is that they still don't get much length out there pitching they didn't do much to address it. Jack Flaherty came in the other day. We faded him, we got lit up. Uh that I think they were five nothing down in the first inning act because it Houston got to him. Um mm-hmm. my local bookie, moon afters if your team gets five runs ahead, they settle your bet. Um and that bet was settled before I went and brushed my teeth before I went to bed. I sort of finished the show, went to brushed my teeth, got into bed, looked at the score, it was five nothing, money in the bank before uh, <laughs> yeah. So I love shit like that. I normally have to wake up to a winner. Uh, but they've got me a winner over the line before my head touched the pillow. Um, so in Baltimore, just to keep burning that bullpen, we've seen a couple of times recently to get low. Um, but yeah, the wild card race is the one, Moon. I think the the odds I looked at because I did feel obliged to make a pick. Um, I'll tell you what I did first. <laughs> right, this. So i back to this scribbled out half a page of shake. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to read out my notes, Moon. If I want you to jump in. When yep. You know what, see I'm talking about. This was the case I was going to make to back a team tonight, okay. Um, so in the international league, um, playoff to make the playoffs, I didn't want anything to do with the Giants, um, I didn't want much to do with Cincinnati, Miami, Arizona, or the Padres. Now, the Padres were plus 390. Um, there's a, there's a team two games behind them, it's 17 to one to make the playoffs, Muna. Um, <laughs> I already know. What yeah, I know. know you do? <laughs> What's the answer? It's the Mets yeah, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. So I made a few more notes. <laughs> so uh, like the seven, there were seven cards games. But they've just got rid of all the old men. They've won two in a row. That's one of my things. Won um, <laughs> two in a row. The they won two on the spin. <laughs> the top, the, the top four can hit. They're going to get Alexis Diaz back. Me, this honestly, this is an entire page of shit. <laughs> and then I've scribbled all over it, and I had to go and have a walk around the garden, Mooner. Just, to, I don't know, like maybe the grind had got to me. I had a bit of a, I had a bit of a brain fart. Um, so yeah, I, I went around the garden twice, cleared my head, scribbled that out, and now I'm back with the pick, Moona. In the American League to make the playoffs, I've got the Seattle Mariners at plus one thirty. Okay. Um, it looks like a bit of a match with the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, yeah. The Blue Jays are in that spot. Seattle are half a game back. But on my book here, Toronto, to make the playoffs, I think they're minus 200. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, mm-hmm. no, maybe four. Yeah, they are, yeah. Uh, minus 200. And Seattle are plus one thirty. 130. Um, the Mariners are playing well. I, I, I think Blake Meyer, I've mentioned this probably twice in the last couple of weeks, he's kind of got into my head a little bit because he does work for the network. He's a Seattle fan. And you see him tweeting stuff out. So the more you see things, kind of the more you absorb it. And he's been Mm. uh, talking about how well their rotation's going. Since the All-Star break, um, the July batting average was 2.49. They were sort of hitting around 2.30 before that. July batting average was 2.49. The August batting average is 2.69. The slug is up to 4.61, which is by far a season high. Um, The pitching's really good lately. Um, 3.35 July ERA, 3.25 August ERA. They've got loads of green arrows um, on their pitching stats. They're second in earned runs. They're second in walks. They're second in ERA. uh, They're second in war. The the bullpen is ranked third. Uh, Matt Brash has almost accidentally become their closer. Recently been been one of the best relievers in the game. Um, They're they're sort of top ten all over the board. Um, Castillo, Kirby, Miller, Gilbert um hancock's just fitted in not really sure what to get from him but they've got a nice mix and it just stood out moving off at the it's half a game back plus 130 for a team playing well and trending in the right direction look like a fun bet to me
1: yeah they have a big series this weekend uh against the astros and i think they've had the astros number at least over this season going back to last season as well and um they're one of the hotter teams in the mlb so i, I really couldn't talk you off of it and there was a lot of hype of this team coming around um, this season for them to either win the division uh, in the AL West or at least at minimum make the playoffs. And at this juncture of the season, where well, there's about what forty some odd games left uh, for each team, uh, right around forty, exactly, actually, I should say that um, now is the time to start winning ball games. And again, you take a look at their strength of schedule left. Uh, they have the tenth easy schedule, but right behind them are the Toronto Blue Jays. So. It might just I don't think they play each other uh, this season, at least for the rest of the year, uh, do the Blue Jays or the Mariners, but that would have been a I fun series to talk about. Um, but yeah, look, they're in good form. It seems like they've kind of figured out some of their pitching rotation, uh, and the bats have started to come around as well. I know, what was it yesterday? Uh, Julio Rodriguez was like five for five uh, against yeah. the Royals. I know it was the Royals, but still. Um, they had to come from behind in that game to get the victory, but... Yeah, look, they have a lot of young talent. We talked a lot about the Mariners uh, before the season started. So I really couldn't talk you off of the plus 130, especially for them just being half a game uh, behind the Toronto Blue Jays uh, for that third wildcard spot.
0: Yeah, it's getting a little bit of love in the, the chat as well, Trev uh, and Kaysen, uh, are both sitting with the, a couple of little Mariners tickets, which is nice. Um, and I think moving off, unless you have any uh, pearls of wisdom to offer, Um, I think we're done for our little Friday night uh, fun show. No, yeah, you, uh, you,
1: you, you nailed it, man. Uh, good thing you took that walk around the garden. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna, I was yeah. gonna mention that 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 episode, uh, that podcast I sent you to listen to about the MLB stuff. Did you, uh, the did you listen to the Carlos Correa story about
0: them? What the Mets did? Yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> outstanding. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna recycle that when I get out to the uh, night talks. I'm gonna recycle that over a beer uh, to the rest of the night talks. It was yeah, it was really good, Moona.
1: Yeah, but I, yeah, I think that covers it. We'll be back uh, on Sunday night to do the Monday show as usual. So we're we're getting down to it, Mal. We're getting close to the finish line for the MLB season, and then lo and behold, before we know it, it's going to be playoff times uh, for uh, for the MLB season.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, that was a lot of fun. Thanks. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed looking around this card and tying myself in knots and then untying myself. Uh, the Mets have won two in a row. That was a low point of my season. I had the captain baseball, that's a low <laughs> point of the Mets
1: season, not your season, the Mets <laughs> yeah, season. Yeah,
0: yeah, holy shit. Um, right, thanks everyone in the chat. It was live and vibrant as always. I absolutely love it. Uh, say great little community, fantastic. Uh, go and like, rate review, give us a thumbs up, and all that sort of shenanigans. Listen to the Premier League show if you've got an hour. Um, because there's eight games over Saturday and Sunday. And dozens of winners uh, shall be given out in that hour. Um, As we have said, it's back on Sunday night. uh, Lots of bets between now and then. So good luck with all of those. uh, And we'll see you down the road. Cheers.